You about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. Get this dance. You about to lose your job because you are detaining me for nothing. And you're detaining me for nothing. And you about to lose your job. You ain't even got no job because you trying. You about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. Is this shit worth you losing your job? And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. Miss Piggy, because she's that bitch. <laughs> what brought that about? Blast from the past. I, just, <laughs> I love Miss Piggy. Um, she was the so... The Muppets movie was amazing. <laughs> like, the Muppet babies were my favorite. And she was so freaking bossy, and I loved it. And she wasn't taking yeah. no shit. She was a bad bitch. Don't need nobody else in the Muppets movie. They had to go get her from Paris where she was doing her own damn thing okay. to come save them. Okay. <laughs> because she Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but like way back when, <laughs> McDonald's used to have the... McDonald's used to give good toys, okay? For their Happy mm-hmm. Meals. And they used to have this plush... Miss Piggy doll that they used to give with the Happy Meals and this was like when my baby sister was born so late 80s <laughs> and my baby sister looked just like that Miss Piggy doll so we call her Piggy to this day <laughs> mind you my sister Aww. is tall and thin and beautiful but she looked just like that Piggy doll <laughs> she was a baby she was a chunky <laughs> baby <laughs> anywho anywho so, Doyen, what has been going on with you, and what are you drinking? Child, my chocolate has been melting all weekend. So, <laughs> Saturday, my friend and I had a picnic, and it was fun. Like, I made an amazing charcuterie board. She made pasta salad and, like, brought bread and, like, a vinaigrette to eat it with. It was, like, real dope and kind of bougie. Um... But it was hot. So after that, we and we put down almost two bottles of wine. Then we went and got pedicures. <laughs> then we went and ate and had a drink. Then we're like, we're going to take a real quick nap. Three hours later. <laughs> My kind of nap. <laughs> but it was really fun. It was a really fun day. And then Sunday, um, we went to a peaceful rally. And my niece actually spoke, and she's 17. And it's interesting for her because, you know, she's gotten so woke or so eloquent or talking about it right now. Mm -hmm. But also her dad works for the police. So it's always a weird balance of, like, and I've never wanted to be, like, fuck all the police because I do know that there's good ones out there. But it's always a weird mix of, like, you're speaking outwardly against police violence, but just like that's also your dad and you know just balancing that and she does it really well um otherwise that's been about it um yeah that's been about it i started watching magnolia girls um and it's not a it's weird the storyline's not super strong but i just wanted to see cheyenne again (laughs) so i like it (laughs) who is cheyenne from um, 
Reba. Oh, the daughter okay. That got yeah, knocked yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love Reba. But somebody who was I like, maybe. <laughs> They're like, maybe Cheyenne is nice to her ex-husband's side chick because Reba was nice to Barbara Jean. Mm. And it's weird because her husband's a doctor is also sleeping with his, like, secretary. Um. <laughs> Life came yeah. full circle for Shane. Full circle. <laughs> so I see you've really been getting into your bag with these charcuterie boards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes me happy. And then I was like, oh, I have to go pick up some more brie. And I went to Kroger. A couple things. Kroger has this little basket where it's like less than $5 cheeses. So that's a great place to go try out Ooh. random cheeses. And then I bought this blueberry i want to say it's like stilton i don't know if i'm saying that word right or if that's even the right word but it was like it tasted like a cheesecake mm-hmm. <laughs> and this and is over like, in the deli section yeah where they had the cheeses and stuff yeah and i bought brie but we didn't even we had so much cheese that we didn't even eat all the cheese <laughs> Oh, wow. Because I am OD like that. I wonder, is that just like a your Kroger thing? Because I've never noticed the, the basket, but I'm going to look for it next time I go because I love trying different cheeses. Yeah, that was the first time I saw that little basket, but I was like, oh, yes. Let me try cheeses for less than $5. <laughs> well, <look> for that. <laughs> um, as far as I was drinking, and this kind of is also what I was doing Friday. I decided to follow Issa and do Prosecco and gin. Mm-hmm. And Friday, I was fucked up. Anyways, <laughs> so today, we're drinking Prosecco and gin. So if y'all wonder how my decline's going to be like, just tune in to the rest of the episode. It's going to be great. Okay, how much gin <laughs> are you adding? I add a splash, but it's like a black people splash. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure... I actually was going to try that and went to the liquor store this weekend, restocked completely, forgot to buy Prosecco. So, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll try it next week. (laughs) I say Prosecco, but really I went downstairs and bought Andre. But those people like, just say we charge the shit out of us. So like a bottle of Andre is $10. I'm like, fuck y'all. Andre is only supposed to be six. (laughs) That's right. That's right. But that's what happens when you're lazy and don't feel like going to the store. So, <laughs> personally, I like Andre over Prose- Prosecco. Me makes me burp a lot. <laughs> yeah, the bubbles are like smaller. Like it's hard to be cute and drink Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah, I'm drinking that and my Hendrix limited release gins. I have like a couple more splashes out of the Midsummer, so I brought the Orbium in here because I'm like I don't want to. I don't want to use all of my midsummer until I can restock. Oh, my midsummer is gone. <laughs> my midsummer so is good. gone. <laughs> oh, I have a friend that like we finally got her to do it, and then like a week later, she's like, "Oh, I got more midsummer." <laughs> Girl, I mean, I was putting it in everything. <laughs> I gotta try the Orbium next, but anywho, so. This past week, um, I <laughs> I actually did some more unpacking at my house, so Yay. I'm proud of that. I have um, one of my spare bedrooms pretty much cleared out the way I wanted to. I had to clear it out so I could get to the treadmill 
to do. Oh, by the way, I tried to like friend you on the Nike Run app, but do you have an account? I do. It like I couldn't like I couldn't find you. When I tried, it said like it listed you it did it didn't list you as one of my contacts that had so I don't know if I just don't have the right email address that you use or whatever, but I'll give you my information and you can friend me. Okay. Even though my run, my run in quotes, didn't count this morning because my stupid Apple watch, I didn't wear my watch. So it's a long story. It pissed me off, but that's fine. I mean, it's, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal at all. Um, <laughs> But anywho, so I'm excited about getting that done, but the big... <laughs> The big event for me this past week was my steam mop came. <laughs> Y'all. Where's the applause thing? Oh, yes, because let me tell you something. <laughs> my floors are clean, okay? I steamed I I steamed all of my hard floors. And I have a carpet cleaner, so I really need to clean my carpets too. Even though mm-hmm. they got cleaned right before I moved in, but uh, it's probably time to do it again. Oh, just the joys of knowing that your floors are clean. And then, what night was it that I did those floors? Whatever night it was, I'm going to tell you, a goddamn spider had the nerve to walk his ass across my newly steamed floor. I cussed him <laughs> out from here to hither. <laughs> Like, I was like, God damn, your ass on my freshly steamed floors. <laughs> and I'm the type of person I normally, like, try to scoop spiders up. Because I guess my house is older. I don't know. But I have spiders. Like, that's that's the the my big issue. So I usually try to scoop them up and put them outside. But I, mm-hmm. I crushed his ass. I'm sorry. He had no business being on my freshly steamed floor. And so he had to learn today. Um, so this is how I know I'm getting older. I requested um, a wet dry vacuum for my birthday. It's like a two hundred fifty dollar Bissell vacuum, and I'm like, "You're probably <laughs> what I have. Mine is a vacuum as well. It's the I got the pet version. I always buy pet version of everything because yeah. it's better. Yeah. So it so that way I don't have to sweep before I mop. <laughs> Do yeah. it all at one time. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's going to be both for carpet and hardwood floors, and I'm super excited because I do have a dog that likes to shed all the time. Now, so. <laughs> this one, okay, well, this one doesn't really lend itself to carpet that much. Um, it says you can, but when I tried to, like, do the rugs with it, it was getting mm-hmm. the rugs wet, and I wasn't trying to steam the rug right then. I was just trying to vacuum it because yeah. I have a carpet cleaner. I can use it to do the rugs. I didn't really want to get them wet. Um, So yeah, maybe that's not the same thing but mine is a wet mop and vacu- hard floor vacuum in one and I love it. I'm telling you, you're going <laughs> to love it. And then when I tell you, like I don't know if yours use will use hot steam but if it does, warning, <laughs> steam is hot. Very, very hot. <laughs> oh, my floors have a beautiful shine to them now. Um, so tonight <laughs> we're going to say I'm drinking a Doyen's margarita. 
However, <laughs> I did have to add simple syrup to mine because it was just a little bit too strong. It was too tart and too strong. So I did have to add a little simple syrup because I am weak. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it's been so long since I have like handled tequila because when I make margaritas at home, I usually use either vodka or rum. I rarely use tequila. When I open the bottle and I it smell like college and bad decisions. Girl, it smelled like bad decisions. It smelled like good times and bad decisions. And I was in college probably the last time I actually handled tequila on my own. No, 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 no. I take that back. I, it's been since college. It's been since, but it's still been years. It's still been years. And so mm-hmm. It was like, I mean, like, I just shuddered for a moment. (laughs) It took me back. It took me back. (laughs) That's fine. I'm going to make a shirt that says good times and poor decisions. Please do. do. Sounds like our brand. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we can move on to talk about the reason why we created this podcast, Mm -hmm. which is insecure. (laughs) It's not the reason, but still, it's very important. Um. This episode, I had pre, like, disappointed myself, and <laughs> honestly, it wasn't disappointing. Apparently, Carrie Washington did this episode, mm-hmm. which is fun. Um, Why were you pre-disappointed? Because last week was so good that I didn't think they could continue to not stress me out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so... um. At least for now, Issa and Lawrence are still in a good place. Mm-hmm. That makes me very happy. Um, Issa and Nathan are also in a good place as friends. Um, I thought it was interesting that he finally like spoke up and was like, oh yeah, I'm bipolar and that's kind of why I disappeared. So they did at least give a little bit more of the story to his mental health. Um, yeah, he she kind of pressed him on that, which I thought that that was something like him ghosting her. You know, he told her that it was because he had some stuff going on. I really thought that she was over it, but clearly she wasn't because she brought it back up again in that moment and was yeah. like, you know, at least he can use his words because he was trying to slick hate on Lawrence, but that was cute. It was cute. So yeah. he she kind of pressed him on it and he you know, told that to her. And I think that um, I like the way she handled it. And I like the way that he addressed that with her. Yeah. And I I think at the end of the day, like, it had to be said. It had to be talked through. Because, yeah, you can't just disappear and then come back. And be like, oh, yeah, things going on. And right. not have a discussion about what was going on. Right. Um. I don't remember if um, corn chips was mentioned on this episode. I had been drinking. Condola was mentioned. Because <laughs> Lawrence mentioned that he broke it off with her and that they had a talk and that that's done. Okay, so one thing that like it was weird Issa and Molly did try to get back together. Or Tried to have a conversation. Once again, Issa was the one reached out. And I mean, that was good enough that Issa reached out. 
But I think Molly really expected her to come back gravelly. I think yes. she did too. And I'm like, how? How does this make sense to you? <laughs> how do you not see your fault in this? <laughs> I knew it was too good to be true because I just, I, I, let me say, I still think that they will resolve this issue, but I mm-hmm. did not expect it to happen this season. I didn't expect yeah. them to resolve it this season. So I knew it was too good to be true, but yeah. And you could tell when they were sitting there talking, like Molly was waiting for Issa to be like, I'm sorry, but girl, if it's something you want to talk about, I have reached mm-hmm. out. I have created the the space. So talk about it. Like grow mm-hmm. up. Talk about it. Yeah. But that's not her. It's really not. I'm just afraid that they're going to have to kill somebody off the show <laughs> to like, get them together. I mean, hey, I hate that. <laughs> it might. I love um, that Molly is seeing her therapist again. Yeah. And I love that her therapist told her what was what. Like, do you want to be right mm-hmm. or do you want to be in these relationships? You have to make a choice. And right. is it always the other person? Because with Molly, it's always something someone else did and then she's done. Yeah. yeah. Not even looking at what she did. Because, again, you're not going to threaten to whoop my ass. And, and, like, I can I can let go of a lot of stuff and make up with friends over a lot of things. Not you showing out on my job and definitely not you threatening to whoop my ass. Like right. <laughs> that we can't get past. <laughs> um, so I do love Andy. I love him. <laughs> for Molly. But she does not want to be around his brother. And I don't know if that's sustainable within their relationship. I think. And I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's, it just can't be a forever thing. I think that her rigidness is starting to get to him because mm-hmm. it's just like, because even he, which I love the way he handles Molly. I've mentioned mm-hmm. this before when it comes to Molly and Issa, he, he is letting her know that, Hey, you need to make some moves here without pressing her or without mm-hmm. making her feel like he's taking Issa's side. But he's acknowledging that, girl, you've got to give some. So even yeah. with that and, like, with his brother, with everything, he's just like, girl, you got to... I-, I can see it being an issue. Like, I want them to work it out because I think that he's good for her. But, mm-hmm. you know, it can't be just a take, take, take situation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like... Can we have a season where Issa is having a good time with Lawrence and having a good time with her friends at her job? Like, everything good. <laughs> I don't know how much happen. longer the Lawrence thing is going to last. Yeah, I really don't. Yeah. I'm afraid. I was afraid It's at so first. good. I'm trying to enjoy it while I can. I was afraid. But then, kind of like last week, I just feel like as long as they end on good terms, I'm good. So if they end at a, you know what, this was fun, it's all good, then I'm going to be good. But yeah. if it's if it's a bad breakup, then I don't know. But 
Nathan yeah. is not. Nathan. Uh, he's not standing down. He's not standing down. <laughs> he's not standing down. Yeah. His voice is so hot. It's so beautiful. Jesus. I don't even like light brights like that. But right. he. Same. I his, was going to say the same. <laughs> but it's his voice. I just. Uh, yeah. Like I want to. I just want to. Shivers me timbers. I want to jump on him and grind around a little bit. Like I just. <laughs> Somebody said, I think on Instagram, they're like, which one, Nathan or Lawrence? And I just posted a train emoji because I was like, (laughs) (laughs) all about the baby decisions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Um, Oh, and we see that Issa is starting her next project. And Mm -hmm. I forget her little sister's name. But she is so cute pulling out them Eggo waffles out of her purse. I, like, I love her assistant. She does no wrong in my book. I know. And she's so cute. So cute. All right. So we can move along to our current events. All right. Oh, wait. <laughs> Did we talk about the, the Molly Issa confrontation at the end? I had been drinking, so go ahead. You oh, share. Oh, no, no, no. You share what happened. I don't remember. <laughs> Molly sending that text message? You remember? No, girl. Listen, listen <laughs> to me. You remember? Remember? <laughs> See, Molly's this is what happens when Insecure is so late on a Sunday night. Molly sends a text message saying, See, I'm trying to make it work with her. And. She meant oh, yeah, she Andrew. said it to yeah, yeah, Issa. But yeah. at the end, when they were outside, and Issa's like, well, let's talk about it. You know, if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. And mm-hmm. Molly's like, well, I don't think we're in the same place with each other. I just don't think we fit anymore. I don't think we should be friends anymore. She basically says that and get mad because Issa's like, okay. Like right. <laughs> she, like you said, she wanted Issa to grovel. She wanted Issa to cry and beg and, and like, girl, what is wrong with you? You looked me in my face and told me you don't want me no more, and right. and you think I'm supposed to stand here? Like, it really it hurt me because I, I can just imagine someone that I've loved as my friend. I'm thinking we are on this path to reconnecting. And then they tell me they don't want to be friends with me anymore. Like, it would have broken my heart, too. But I would have done the same thing that Issa did and just been like, okay. Because what else can I say? Right. But then Molly gets mad as if you're not the one that said it's over. Girl, bye. Molly just needs to pull up. (laughs) It's so weird because I love Yvonne. I I hate Molly. I know, right? Okay, that was all. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna move now on we're gonna to move on. current events. <laughs> See what happened was, I had made um, a roadie, quote unquote, uh, just a to-go cup of makers and Sprite, and it was a lot of makers. So <laughs> by the end of the night, I was just like, mm. anyways. Um. Okay. So first up, Grand Karen. <laughs> I just I don't understand how like white women just 
find ways to be angry about shit that doesn't need to be even angry about. But this woman was yelling at a mother because the kid, their kids were on a Power Wheels toy car. And she's like, there's never been cars in this park before. And these kids don't even have a driver's license. And I'm like, bitch, did you never have kids? Don't a you have driver's license. Like, bitch. Never seen a car in the park before. Again. And especially now with the COVID, kids need to be out. They need to be doing shit. It, the car had a top speed of five miles per hour. And the funny part is the kids, the kids were like not paying her any mind. Right. And they were about to run over that ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, okay, she was complaining about the kids being in the car, whatever. But when she said they don't even have a driver's license, I right. just, I was like, I called a woman a bitch before I knew it. I was like, <laughs> what? And I believe from what I saw in the video, it's kind of fuzzy. It's like brown kids, right? Like, yeah. Probably Hispanic. Yeah. 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 And I was like, bitch. The kids are having the time of their life in their little talker right. truck. <laughs> My Where is their license? <laughs> a license. Girl. Girl. Yeah. So Karen's Grand Karen. Right. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a mess. Um, next up. So I remember seeing this tweet or the retweet, but Megan McCain was like she's like, Oh my god, my neighborhood is so horrible. I'm afraid to go out. It's a war zone. De Blasio and Cuomo are utter disgrace. Um Blah, blah, blah. So her neighbor was like, Megan, we live in the same building. I walked outside. And it's just fine. And she's like, oh, I'm not in town. I just was working off of the like, needs of different media platforms. Like, she's, I just don't like her from the bottom of my spirit. Like, I just don't like her. And then, first of all, she's going to try to act like she didn't deliberately lie. Then she tried to blame yeah being pregnant for why she deliberately lied like her right. excuse started out with i am six months pregnant and bitch and, and. she was talking about a gossip organization i was like what does that have to do with anything <laughs> like no nobody like she's trying to blame blogs bitch you said it i mean you right. we all saw and it you acted like he was there and you're not and you're not <laughs> it was like and well i wasn't home and i girl I was just going by what the news was saying. No, no, no. You were trying to stoke fear and spread propaganda. That's what the fuck you were doing. I just don't like that girl. Like she tried it. She tried it. (laughs) Like I am. I I have my grievances with Whoopi, but every time I see her, the spirit of Whoopi just takes over me like in Ghost, and I just want to cuss (laughs) her out. (laughs) Like, just. I was like, bitch, like. <laughs> I literally could step on her face. Like, Miss McConnell is the only other person that I feel like that about that I could just step on their. Their faces are just so steppable. Like, I could just Speaking step on Speaking of, face. Um, well, Ted Cruz can get it too. Um, somebody needs to step on his face mm. to fix it. Mm. Um, <laughs> but this, today I was reading about like um, the Republicans deflecting. So Colin Powell. Um, endorsed Biden mm-hmm. 
Mitt Romney was out on the protests and shit like that. And I'm like, you know, Mitt Romney has been real dope ever since he lost to, well, ever since Trump became president. <laughs> Mitt Romney is... He's about that life now. He He's very performative. Like, he's Amy. performative. He does things... Like, he was marching, but why Mitt? And he didn't have a sign. And I, I just, I don't trust him. Mm -hmm. I will say this about Mitt Romney. He, he's the type of person that he is not a overt racist. Um, I do not think that he is overtly malicious, Mm -hmm. but he he is, he is very malicious with his policies and he's very Mm -hmm. racist with his policies. And I do think that, um, I do think in a lot of ways he may not always see it, but I also think that when people try to point it out to him, he ain't trying to hear it. I really wasn't impressed by him marching. Um, Colin Powell, on the other hand, Colin always does what he feels is morally right. And I like that about Mm -hmm. him. Like he is a firm Republican. We all know it, but you know, when Barack ran, he voted for Barack both times because he felt like that's what he needed to do. And he's all, he's always been like that. Like he's always done yeah. what he felt morally he should do. He's, I, yeah. I like Colin. So I just like Mitt for the shit that he gives Trump. I never wanted him to be president. <laughs> but, you know, I just like that he gives shit, gives Trump a run for his fucking money. But alas. Um, so today I learned that Halsey is half black. Is that her name, Halsey? Halsey, yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. You, you. Oh, no. never mind. That was somebody different I was talking to. Yeah. Yeah, no. I don't really listen to I don't even know what she's saying. I don't really listen <laughs> to her, and I forgot how I knew that. But, uh, oh, because she was dating, wait, that might be a lie. I don't know. She was dating someone. My mm-hmm. spirit says Machine Gun Kelly, but I don't think it was him. But she was, oh, oh, no, she was dating, um... G Easy, and um, that's why I was listening to G Easy today. (laughs) (laughs) She was was dating him, and he he had. I mean, he I've seen him with other white girls before, but I knew that he kind of liked black girls, and Mm -hmm. that's when I was like, "Oh, he with Halsey," and so I just googled her, and that was when I learned that she was mixed, that she's black. Yeah, gotcha. So. Um, Halsey was posting some stuff about, you know, our racial issues. Um, there's probably a better word for that, but I really have to break hold on. <laughs> Anyways, um, so racial injustice and protests about systemic racism. And, um, she didn't use the word we. She was talking about the black community and people are like, oh, she won't even say we, and she's supposed to be half black. And she's like, I'm white passing. It is not my place to say we. It's my place to help. I am in pain for my family, but nobody's going to kill me based on my skin color. Right. Right. I've always been proud of who I am, but it'd be an absolute disservice to say we when I'm not susceptible to the same violence. And I was like, yes, B. Exactly. <laughs> like, so many. Oh, uh, there are so many people out there who need to take her lead like yeah because 
what she's never been ashamed of the fact that she's black and she said before i'm black but mm-hmm. she's white passing and what a yeah. fa- and like she said she's concerned for her family members she worries for her family members but none of that's ever happened to her and it's not going to happen mm-hmm. to her because like we both said we both thought she was white you know it's like she she mm-hmm. shouldn't have that issue so versus a lot of other people <clears throat> Sean King, who um feel like they can just, you know, <sighs> anywho, I'm not even going into that because he upsets my spirit. So <laughs> let, let me just say, y'all, please stop. I don't know how this happens other than the fact that y'all insist on maybe taking screenshots and putting them on my timeline. Please, please quit putting Sean King on my timeline. I have blocked him. I I wish not to see anything he says. But still, somehow, I keep seeing links for me to give Sean King some money. And I don't know why. Because I'm not going to do it. Right. Please stop. I um, He's a bit of a necessary evil to me. So, like, I, he does bring a lot of attention to things that are important. But, no, I am never giving him money. Yeah, never. you can find somebody else <laughs> to bring attention to. <laughs> Cause sometimes he he oh, what's the word, uh, you know when you make something bigger, he sensationalizes some things for yeah. his own personal part. And I will say this, I'm not I'm not sure that I necessarily consider him a con man. I mean, he's a poor money manager at least. You know, I'm not saying that I think he's a con. But what I am saying is people have donated tons and tons of money to him and there's still nothing to show for it. And yeah. let's stop giving him money. I agree. Okay, so moving along. So I was like, it must be a slow news week. Chris brought this out from the inner depths of the dark web. <laughs> I don't remember. So This Spanish sport porn star oh. was held <laughs> after a man died in a toad venom ritual. I thought it was weird. <laughs> it is weird. And I was like, this must be a slow knees week. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's all I had to say about that. Apparently they were doing some kind of ritual and it killed him. <laughs> Just leave rituals alone, guys. Like, some kind of toad venom ritual and just <sighs> listen leave that whatever stuff to happened the to candle wax <laughs> that's the, it's a that's, little spicy that's the, that's the hood spicy <laughs> pour a little it's candle wax on my back <laughs> right it's a little hot but like it's safe and nobody dies and then you don't have to go to jail that's a good one. No, you said, let's take it back to the 90s porn, okay? Look, <laughs> <laughs> <The> Candlewicks. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, we can move past that one. <laughs> okay. Carol Baskin <laughs> <laughs> killed her husband, whacked him. <laughs> Can't convince me so. that it didn't happen. <laughs> Can't convince none of us. Um, so. The um, detective that is, like, going into Carol Baskin's 
paint is like, yeah, definitely this will was forged. And I mean, really, the big tip on it is this clause that says, if I disappear, all my money goes to my wife. <laughs> like, if I disappear, none of my money's going to you. <laughs> Listen, that sounds like the time, you know, when you were in elementary school and your teacher used to send your your papers home for the week for your parents to, gr- mm-hmm. to sign. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten a bad grade on one of my papers and I wasn't sure how to spell my mama's name. So I wrote on there, this is <laughs> mama. <laughs> that's, what, that's basically what Carol Basket did. <laughs> I wrote on there, this like, is Chris Mama. <laughs> <laughs> that was like when I was trying to sign a paper on a school bus and we hit a bump and my pencil broke. <laughs> and my teacher definitely called my mom like, did you sign? Did you even get to look at this? And I'm like, shit. <laughs> First of all, why would my mom sign my paper in pencil? <laughs> Step one. <laughs> Listen. But alas. Listen, I grew up in the house with a teacher, so she signed with magic, a, a kindergarten teacher at that. So she signed things in marker, crayon, pencil, whatever she can get her hands on. But the thing is, her signature is so, you know, I mean, I had it down by the time I got to middle school, <laughs> but, this was like, <laughs> but this was like second grade and I couldn't right. get it. And in right. my huge <laughs> second grade handwriting, right. this is <laughs> I was dumb as shit. shit. (laughs) I tell you, that hippocampus had not developed yet. (laughs) I tell people all the time. And I was shocked as hell when my teacher called me to the desk. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Unfortunately, that may not mean she'll actually get in trouble because they don't know how to make justice happen in that situation but <laughs> i know um her her ex-husband's daughter is doing something i forgot mm-hmm. what i read that she's like she's actively pursuing this like she's hired i think a private detective like she's really trying to get justice for her dad yeah but the most um, that they probably can do because i mean that tiger done ate that man. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no evidence left of him. But <laughs> they could probably get her for forgery or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Next up, funny enough, I saw this story on Facebook at like midnight, and I sent it to like my coworkers, and I was like, "I hope y'all don't have your sound on because I gotta send it before I forget." But anyways, a woman en route to her morning coffee was jolted when she heard pounding on her front door. Turns out two alligators are fighting in front of her home in Florida. I mean, fighting. <laughs> fighting. And it was weird because she's like, they made a mess on the front door. I'm like, what kind of mess? Were they bleeding? Like, I need to know. Um, but yeah, so they were fighting, fighting. Um, and after 20 minutes, uh, one walked across the street to somebody else's house. He was like, I'm out. And the other one disappeared from the area and went to the pond. <laughs> like, what do you do? What do you do when you see two alligators fighting outside your door? You stay inside the fucking house. <laughs> I mean, like, even inside the house. Oh, God, I would freak out. I would just freak out. 
Like, <laughs> I would feel so violated. Like, a little kitty, well, it's not a kitty, it's a grown-ass cat, but this black cat got under my fence and was in my backyard, and I cussed him out. I cussed <laughs> him out. <laughs> and he, st- he stopped and turned and looked at me, like, for a second, like he wanted to say, bitch, you just moved here. I've been here. And then, right. after a while, he just turned around and went right back under the fence and left back out. <laughs> I mean, like, I was like, what do you do when you see, like, okay, so I got to go to work. I'm running late. I'm going to call and be like, uh, it's two alligators fighting outside my door. Which, that's plausible, I guess, if you live in Florida. But, yeah. like, I just don't know. I would, I would, yeah. I would piss myself, probably. <laughs> As a fun aside, a uh, family guy... I'm still trying to figure out the episode where Peter starts fighting that chicken. I'm trying to figure out the origin of that fight. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, yeah. and, and every time they see each other, it's on it's sight. It's on sight. Like, that is the, Peter and that chicken is the definition of on sight. <laughs> right. <laughs> And like I just maybe I have to go to YouTube because I'm like every time I see them I'm like is this where the fight started? My sister's is like, it no, the, this isn't it. <laughs> is it is it the birds the word? Is that where it started? Uh uh-uh, uh. Okay. Yeah, the birds the word episode is a gem in my life, but uh, that I can't where remember it where it started either. But all I know all is right. them niggas mean business. Like oh, like <laughs> they can be driving and see each other. He hopping out the car and it is on. Right. Like, <laughs> Don't even put the car in park. <laughs> Just go. Peter is about it, okay? <laughs> now you finna make me try to figure out how to start. It's just so funny, like, because my nephew was really into, is really into Family Guy right now. So he'll just start us <coughs> in the morning watching Family Guy and then walk off. And then I'm just watching Family Guy for the rest of the day. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> But I'm like, there's so many stuff I laugh at. I'm like, this is so inappropriate. But <laughs> you know what? For that time, it's okay. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, the only Family Guy I don't like are the Star Wars episodes. I don't like them. Same. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, I but do I love much. Star Wars. But I don't like the Family Guy Star Wars. Yeah. I just don't like it. Yeah. Alrighty. So we're gonna take a break and listen to our sponsors, and we will be right back. Right back. All right, and welcome back. And we are just going to mosey right on along to our someone something. So, y'all, um, I get it. Outside is open, especially if you live in a Republican real estate. And so I just want to bring y'all, like, stuff from health experts in North Texas, which is where I live, um, on what they would participate as the state re- reopens. And so the first thing they talk about is dining in at a restaurant. And all of the experts said they would not dine in at a restaurant during this current phase. <laughs> um, I have, and they actually say that outdoor dining would be safer, but it's still important to wear a face mask, which is weird because I'm trying to eat. <laughs> Practice yeah. good hand hygiene and stay at least six feet from other people. So um, when I was back home, I did meet up with my friends. And I was like, we have to be outside. I don't want inside air. I don't want to breathe that. <laughs> and so, yeah. So that was very important to me. So if you must go outside and go to dinner, I would definitely say be outside on a patio. 
Next up was going to a bar. Um, the experts, again, just say a restaurant's unsafe. We're just so close to each other. And then, you know, all it takes is a sneeze or coughing or the spring spit on somebody. And that is all it takes. So, uh, Pearl, one of the um, experts said, no, absolutely not. That is like a hard no. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, uh, for a lot of people... Because I don't know about Texas, but as of today, Mississippi is fully reopened now. Um, mm. But as for me and my house, we're going to stay in the house. <laughs> but yeah. um, I think people in general don't realize like how small these particles have to be for you to, mm. you know, come in contact with the virus. It's not like you sneeze and use actual droplets that you can see even tiny particles that you can't see when you're speaking even. So, mm-hmm. like, if you just have to get out the house, you need to see some people for your mental health. Like, by all means, be outside because I just, like, mm-hmm. why would you even try a bar, first of all? Like, a bar? Right. Like, no. No. Please don't. And drinking also drops your immune system. So. And, and, it drops, and it drops your inhibitions because you're like right. you're not as careful yeah um the first place we went ah! to eat was just like sorry I mean, I thought, uh, the first place we I went to eat you? were like <laughs> I tried no it's still there it's at the back of my throat oh. first place we went to eat had paper menus and I felt a lot better about that because they were supposed to throw them away after that the ones that have reusable menus yeah. I don't feel as great yeah. about and, uh, yeah, so especially when it comes to the bars, uh, being able to see that people are cleaning the surfaces, employees are wearing masks, and not, like, wearing a mask where I see your nose, because that's not <laughs> safe. <laughs> Wear the whole ass mask. I mean, <laughs> and then... it's like, I, so I have one mask in particular that I just really can't breathe that well out of. But I feel like it's my Mm -hmm. safest mask. And so I Mm -hmm. wear it when I have to like go grocery shop and stuff for granny. And she was Mm -hmm. like, why don't you just uncover your nose? (laughs) And I was like, that, that defeats the purpose. Like when I come, now honestly, when I come in her house, sometimes I do pull it down past my nose because I know she's not sick. And my main concern is making sure mm-hmm. I don't get her sick. So I keep my mm-hmm. mouth covered. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, when I'm out in public, like, no. I That defeats the entire purpose. And I see people walking around like that all the time. Right. And, I mean, I don't, you know, talk shit about them. But I just think it's funny. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I think it's foolish to do it out in public. But uh, my sister made me a mask where, like, basically, I can tie it when I get in my car. And pull it down and not be as hot because body temperature is a thing in my life. <laughs> and so it's good. So, like, if I'm going to multiple places, I get in the car, I pull it down because yes. I'm just breathing my own air. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I take <laughs> it off in the car. Out. It's like when yeah. you get home and take your bra off. When I take in the car, it's the first right. thing I do is just it's sling so it off. Legit. Yeah. No, like, because if I'm going to multiple places, I'll pull it down. Yeah. I'll untie it and pull it down. Yeah. Versus taking the whole thing yeah. off and then it's a whole nother idea. Yeah. Okay, so next thing is visiting hair and nail salons. 
Um, the experts say that hair and nail salons present risk because of the close contact, but there are ways it could potentially be done safely. Um, so again, like wearing our masks helps. So, uh, I will full disclosure. I went and got my eyelashes refilled <laughs> and I had a mask and she had a mask. Yeah. And honestly, she was breathing on my forehead. So it was probably fine. <laughs> but I was like, I'm tired of looking the way I look. So as soon as they opened, I was like, mm, I'm going. <laughs> they, um, they also mentioned like having someone come to your home versus mm-hmm. going to a salon. And yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like I have really been, like, I I tell myself, okay, because my cousin is who braids my hair when I get my hair braided. And I was like, mm. okay, I can just let her come over here. Like, she can wear a mask. I can wear a mask. I can spray her down when she comes in the house. It's all good. <laughs> and then I'm yeah. like, mm-mm, I'll just wait a little longer. But I'm telling you, I, I'm like, even today, I sent her a text and I was like, just saying, you know, I got a box full of hair in the closet waiting right. <laughs> i've been texting my my lactician i'm like hey i miss you by the way but um so it was helpful because there's nobody else in the salon when i was there so that made me feel better yeah um yeah so i will that say that because there's nobody else yeah my nail lady she is doing by appointment only now yeah and like she's she is and she's not doing by appointment like when you go get your hair done and it's three of y'all mm-hmm. with an eight o'clock appointment. <laughs> like, no. no. <laughs> not a nigga no, right, right, like a right. Like a real appointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was freezing to death the whole time. But like, because usually they'll have blankets. But I was like, that's probably not safe. So I just froze. <laughs> um, but yeah, my lashes are done. It, it took forever because I had to do a whole set. Which I haven't had to do in over a year, but to less. <laughs> I bought yeah, yeah. all the stuff to do me some individuals, and I still haven't done it. <laughs> Not about that life. So I have my lashes. I feel great. I feel like a whole human again. Um, and the funny thing about it is, like my my friend, she's been like doing her nails the whole time, and I'm like, ah, my nails aren't important. I'm like, I'll just put on a foot mask and then just do my own toes. Because that's really all I need. <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, it's interesting what you prioritize, you know? Because I okay. really need so next somebody up, to get on these feet. <laughs> right. Because I'm like, I don't want to shave these feet down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal with these foot <laughs> skin. Anyways. Uh, next up, uh, sending children to daycare. Um, all four experts said that they would not send their children yeah. to daycare. Um but recognize that as more of the state reopens, it's going to be become more unavoidable. For yeah, because people have to go back to work. Yeah. 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 My friend had to drop her daughter off with her grandmother for the summer. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it. It sucks because you're used to seeing your kid. But I told my mom. It's mo- probably a hell of a lot safer than daycare. I told my <laughs> mom the reason why I hadn't had a kid yet is because she's still working. <laughs> Because I want, my, like, I don't want to, which y'all daycares are perfectly fine if you find a good one. So I'm not shitting on daycares. Mm-hmm. They provide a, a wonderful, huge service. But, like, I don't want to send my baby to daycare. I want my mama to come keep my baby. <laughs> right. I feel like it, 
because my mom and I are 30 years apart. And so I feel like as I get closer to the notion of having kids, she's getting closer to the notion of retiring. So (laughs) should be lit. (laughs) I'm like, go ahead and retire when I have these kids so you can take care of them. Working out at the gym, all four experts agree that gyms should be avoided and that outdoor individual workouts were best. Um, I do walk around the lake with Raxi. I don't wear a mask because it's hot. (laughs) But at the same time, I feel like we have enough space from each other where we're not breathing each other's. Yeah. I've seen people, I've seen different things about like wearing a mask when you do outdoor activity. To be honest, I would have never considered it because I would have, because, you know, just thinking I'm outside and I'm I'm right. speaking of like walking, jogging, that sort of thing. Not like picnicking or anything like that. But like, and also it's probably hard to breathe with the mask on. But I've yeah. seen different things uh, yeah. that's like, and and most of them are saying because we really don't know a lot about this virus. We don't know how it may linger in the air. We don't know, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, and Z. So that's what a lot, what some and I'm using quotes experts were saying, but I mean, yeah. I get it. It's just, it, it's hot and it is hard to breathe. <laughs> like yeah. it's the disposable ones I do better with, but the mm. one that I have, the couple that I have that are reusable, first of all, I took the filters out because, um, I absolutely could not breathe with that filter in there. Yeah. So I guess I'm just getting all the unfiltered shit. I don't know. (laughs) So I don't know if it's doing any good anyway. (laughs) But I feel more uncomfortable by the people running beside me, like past me, because I'm like, your breath and my breath may be touching because you breathe real hard. Right. But (laughs) yeah. So, but overall, I feel okay being outside with people. Oh, being an indoor space. You need to tell me when to do the Nike thing, like whatever, whatever Uh, we're gonna do. Okay, yeah, I'm still deciding on that one. Okay, because there's one that was like nine k in a week. Okay, I need to be baby steps because I am just getting back into thirty one miles in a month. Should be good then. Okay, okay. Uh, Next up, going to a movie theater. Uh, experts were divided about attending a movie theater, but they all said that the most important thing is if you do choose to go, to ensure that you're six feet away from people. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that sold on going to movies yet, mm-hmm. but yeah. And I miss it again. It's indoors. I miss it a lot. <laughs> like. I had right before I miss it a whole lot, but yeah, no. Right. Right before the pandemic happened, I paid for like a movie theater service. Mm. And I was supposed to be able to see like movies a day or whatever because it's really close to where I live. And then the pandemic happened. And so I've been inside mm. watching movies. Um, next up, attending religious services. Mm-mm. All four experts said it would be better if people use online options to attend religious services. And honestly, I get that people want to open up their church, but I don't think it is a good yeah. lesson in stewardship for people to open up their churches. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't think it's safe just because you want to be together. I don't think it is. So, 
Um, and I, I kind of side eye churches that are opening up right now because I'm like, it's yeah. not safe. Yet. It's not safe. It's not safe. Um, I saw somebody talking on Twitter, and I can't remember her name to give her her proper credit, but this wasn't mm-hmm. me. This is somebody on Twitter talking about um how it's going to be for black churches when we go back because yeah how much touching we do how much hugging we do and then they and this mm-hmm. was a doctor actually talking about singing in the choir and how black churches tend to project and how mm-hmm. like easy it's going to be to transmit through choir and mm-hmm. the three people that I have lost from my small church were all choir members yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, Not that I know that that's what happened, but I'm just saying. Yeah. My sister's church opened back up. And A, there are a lot of older people, so I thought that was irresponsible. Very. And then Very. the pastor said he wasn't going to talk about anything that's going on right now. You know, I also thought that was irresponsible. Very. But, I mean, the, the congregation is largely white. Oh. And so, yeah. Explain <laughs> but, a uh, lot. I I do, like, my sister was like, hey, she's like, she did think about it, but at the same time, she thinks it's important for her to influence the youth and the younger people in the church, so she's probably going to stay. But um, I just like, it's awkward. Like, you can't just ignore what's happening right now. You yeah. just can't. But alas. Um, so... Lastly, outdoor entertainment, like the zoo or the arboretum, all the experts agreed that outdoor activities were safer, but the precautions still had to be taken, keeping six feet away, and I get it. So, like, again, I am so down with just being outside and not being close to people (laughs) compared to any other thing. Like, any other thing that's inside, I'm like, please leave me alone. I don't want this. (laughs) And also, this is me not the article but also i just think like even outside activities should be done sparingly like yeah you know you know yeah yeah i get it uh but i have been following the zoo accounts (laughs) on social media (laughs) and i'm like oh i do want to see your hippo (laughs) i love zoo accounts uh, i love them oh my god They've been the best. And I wish they, I hope they keep this up with social media because I'm like, it's important for me to see what the hippos are up to. <laughs> um, this isn't a zoo, but I think it was Nat Geo yesterday, like posted a video of some monkey, well, not monkeys. I think they were, I don't know how to pronounce it right. So I'm going to say monkeys. <laughs> they were in that yeah. family taking a bath in hot springs and they were just Aww. the cutest. I mean, the yeah. cutest. And even, like, the older ones were, like... I mean, one looked like just a little old man. And this little baby was Aww. just hopping all around him. And he looked so freaking annoyed. But it was like... <laughs> he was like, I gotta let him be a baby. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and they do say... Well, Haley said that, like, she would still wear a mask. And hope that the majority of people did also. So, again, it's about common sense right now i understand i today is june and i have been at home since march and i understand that like people want to get out and they want to see people 
And at the end of the day, you realize like your core need to be around people when you're not around people. But at the same time, I just ask that y'all are responsible and not at pool parties. <laughs> I am really um, anticipating, or maybe anticipating isn't the right word because I don't want it to happen, but I'm curious mm-hmm. to see what type of uptick we're going to have in cases or or if we're even going to see the uptick because the thing about it is, you know, the person who's supposed to be our president right now has ordered them to stop testing so much. But I'm waiting mm-hmm. to see what is going to be the fallout after Memorial Day. You know, it takes a yeah. few weeks to see it and I'm just really nervous about it, I guess. Anywho. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't understand the notion of just like opening up with no restraint again. I think it's a family that's doing this. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, so So we're just gonna move right along to our poor life decision for this week. Alright. So this week we're gonna talk about how temperament shapes your personality. So I hear people talking about temperament all the time and I never really like understood exactly like what's the difference between my temperament and my mood or like my temperament and my personality. So I thought this was a really good article to look into. Okay. Everyone is unique. That's one of the great things about humanity. Your brother may be laid back and easygoing while your dad is high strung and anxious. Perhaps you're quick to argue or simple to please or a bit moodier than your friends. These differences in personality define your temperament, which, especially in a psychological sense, refers to biological differences that impact behavior or emotional response to stimuli. Your temperament is the emotional scaffolding that makes you, you. Temperament can dictate something else, too. Your predilection for mental disorders. Studies show that innate traits directly contribute to the development of psychiatric illnesses. For example, the study found that a negative affect or a gloomy view of yourself in the world can predispose you to a wide variety of mental disorders. A lot of mental health experts break down personality and temperament into Big five traits, openness, conscientious, <laughs> conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. But Neuroticism, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but some divided even further. While the Center for Early Childhood Mental Health Consultation is designed for early childhood, they're easy to understand categorizations can offer an interesting way to look at your own personality. Here's how they break down the most common temperaments. All right, Dorian, so let's look at these. <coughs> let's look at these categories and let's see how we fare. And guys, you all answer along with us. Okay, so the first one is activity level. Would you rather shoot hoops or lay in a hammock? I don't like hammocks because it makes me feel like I'm falling down, but I would like to lay down. Yeah. Preferred to shooting hoops. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would rather do something relaxing versus mm-hmm. 
not all physical activity, but like, yeah. Okay. Here's a good one. Distractibility. How good are you at focusing? (laughs) I am not good at focusing. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. I am. It's weird because it's one of those things where it's a spectrum where like, on the average, I don't focus, but when I get to a point where I'm really into something, I focus extremely well. So I think they call it like the state of flow. Mm-hmm. And I am really good at like, once I hit that state of flow, I can focus. But otherwise, I am so ADD. I just do everything at once, which is not that bad. good. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult for me to focus. It's like mm-hmm. either my brain is darting all over the place or I will get fixated on something. So it's like, yeah, I'm at the extreme and I like, yeah. like the flow is a better concept, but I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, it's like, I never really reach that. I get fixated on something and I can't do anything else. Like I can't stop. I can't do anything else. Yeah. I have to do this until it's done. And it's like, so I'm either or. Like, it's never yeah. it's never a happy <laughs> medium. Okay, what about intensity? Are you usually pretty measured or do you have an outsized reaction to negative or positive news? <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, I'm intense AF. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm trying to decide if I'm intense or sensitive. I don't know if I'm very intense. <laughs> I am intense. Like my my reaction, my reaction on the inside. Now I've learned yeah. to like, you know, moderate that so that I'm not as, you know, but I'm still I'm still your favorite drama queen. I will I will I will make something out of nothing pretty easily. Like yeah. I'm known as my family's uh, drama queen. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I am pretty measured. I think you are too, but I didn't know how yeah. I didn't know how you were like on the inside, but on the outside, you're pretty measured. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so regularity is your routine stable or does it vary every day? This is a good one. That's hard to say right now. Because yeah. my routine is extremely stable because I'm doing the same damn thing every day. <laughs> like, but. so, I don't, oh, this is, this is where it gets weird. Like, my routine is almost non-existent. I'm not good at putting myself under a routine, but I function mm-hmm. better when I have a routine. I function yeah. better in situations that are structured. I once worked for someone who was very laid back. The whole atmosphere of the whole like office was so laid back. I was miserable. Like everybody <laughs> everybody was like, "Girl, you ought to be cuz yeah, you know Dr. So and so and and she never cared and she didn't. I would be late to work. No lie. No lie. I would be late to work, walking through the door late, and she would be like, hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl, let's go to Hardy's and get a biscuit. You drive, I pay. And I would be like, <laughs> I would, like, it would make me angry that she would do that. 
<laughs> like, it would just make me so angry. I I function better where there's structure. Where there's structure, I function right. better when I know that something is expected of me. But on my yeah. own, I don't really have you know. I don't know. It's just an oxymoron. Like I don't I don't like rigidness. I don't like it. But I function yeah. better with it. Mm. <laughs> I I mean it depends. So. I do need a certain level of rigidness. Um, even, like, when it comes to, like, Roxy, I have to have a routine with her. Yeah. But in my evenings, some days I might watch TV. Sometimes I might craft. And so, like, I like having that flexibility. Um, if I go on vacations, I like having somewhat of an itinerary, but not to the point where, like, you waking me up at 8 o'clock in the morning because we got to go do something. Right. I- Right. I'm on vacation. I'm not right. waking up at eight. <laughs> right. like I, I, that is a perfect example, like vacations. I like an itinerary, but I also don't need you getting up in my shit if I decide to take a nap and not go with y'all. Yeah. Like, or if Same. I decide I'm going to lay out and just drink and read this book. Like, I don't want to hear shit about it. Same. Yeah. Or you could just schedule naps and that would be fine with me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, sensitivity. How much you react to external stimuli? So, like, bright lights or itchy clothing. They're, they're really talking about, like, sensory. How how sensitive are you to external sensory? I'm going to take it the way I want to. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to answer because these are specific. You got to answer what they're asking. They're asking about sensory issues. I'm going to take it the way I want to no, take it. No, they're asking you, do it right, do it. I don't, I don't know, like, to some extent, but, like, bright lights don't freak me out. Like, okay. some people, um, I do want my clothing to be comfortable, which is why I don't wear jeans anymore. <laughs> or, like, what about, like, textures? Like, I can't eat certain things simply because of the texture. Like No, I, but, like... I can't see certain textures. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Okay. okay. <laughs> that is a sensory issue. Fine. They're but not I'm talking about your feelings or your emotions. They're not talking about that. I say that's important. I am very sensitive. Not in this. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, not going to take this away from me. I am very sensitive. <laughs> and that's part of my temperament. No, well, it's about they should have asked issues. a question about me being sensitive. <laughs> that doesn't Emotionally. matter in this. <laughs> I love us so much. <laughs> like, you know I'm going to do what I want. I don't care about your rules. <laughs> so regularity is not <laughs> your strong <laughs> Okay. Approachability. Do you love traveling and meeting new people, or are you a bit of a homebody? Yes. Now, I'm going to say for me that this will probably surprise people. I actually do like traveling and meeting new people, but I don't want to talk to y'all like that. <laughs> like, if I'm out traveling, visiting new places, I like to meet new people and, like, have experiences but, like, for instance, on the plane, I don't want to talk to who's sitting next to me on the plane. I don't want to talk to you. But, like, if I mm-hmm. meet somebody at a museum and we happen to be looking at the same thing, I don't mind the conversation then. You know, it's just, I'm real iffy about that. What about you, Doyle? 
it depends on people on the plane. So <laughs> the last flight I took, I was on a plane with a black guy. So my strategy always with Southwest is to sit like on an aisle where a black guy sit, a black person is sitting on the um, window, and most people that the fight is not full are not going to want to sit between two black people. Right. Anyways, I talked to him the whole flight. The whole flight. We were like Instagram friends and Twitter friends, and I'm like, oh this wow. Is- yeah, I was like, usually I get a, well, I do talk to people, but I'm always like, why are you talking to me? But yeah. <laughs> I do talk to me. I'm my father's child, so at the end of the day, I will talk to a wall if I need to, <laughs> just to make friends. Um, so I do love traveling. I do meet, like meeting new people, but I also li- love being at home. Maybe right. not as much as I am right now, because today in a work call, they kept talking about 100 days at home, and I'm like, I've been home for 100 days. But now I'm like, I'm used to it, and I'm, it's going to be real sad when I have to go back to work. <laughs> but alas. Um, I, don't, so, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be so sad. And I'm gonna need an I worry about like. <laughs> Put you truly in a, a <laughs> bottle. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, so I'm, I'm both. That's why I say yes because yeah. I do love traveling and meeting people, but I also, as an ENFP, I do need time by myself to process all the things that has happened to me. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, because I'm that way too. Like after, especially after going somewhere where I've where when I'm with a group. And I've been with this group and then I've been talking to people. And when I come home, I need a couple of days by myself because I have to like center myself all over again. Um, yeah. Not the last time I was on a flight, but one time I was on a flight, I got, well, my original flight got canceled because I guess there weren't enough people. I don't know what happened, but it got canceled. So I got bumped to another flight and I ended up getting bumped to first class. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to get upset about it then, even though it was going to have me arriving later than I wanted to. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I end up sitting next to this guy. When I tell you, he talked the entire time. I, um, I, this is actually when I first started reading Harry Potter. <laughs> I was trying to read and he just kept talking. And finally, I just closed the book and I closed it a little dramatically. Just I closed it and I was like, okay, fine. Let me just talk to this man. So come to find out, he was like, he had, um, he was a VIP. So he had like access to um, get into the, you know, the Delta waiting place. I don't know what you call it, but you know what I'm trying to say. And oh my God, he was like, well, I he didn't have a layover. I had a layover. He was like, well, I'll walk you over there and let you, you can come in with me and you can just stay there and wait till your flight. And I was like, for real? Because well, as we were talking, come to find out, his wife and I did the same thing. And mm-hmm. he, what he does for the railroad is what my granddad used to do for the railroad. So we were just like, you know, girl, I got in there. And that Delta Sky Miles Club or whatever it was, I text my mama. I said, this is the way Jesus means for me to fly. 
<laughs> like I didn't. First of all, this is how poor I am. I never knew that places like this existed inside of the airport. Okay, it was just all type of food. All of it was free. Mm-hmm. Drinks. Mm-hmm. There were these like sleeping lounges where you could go take a little nap. It was just perfect. I was like, Mm-mm, Jesus don't want me to fly any other way. So <laughs> I said that to say this. Sometimes it pays to talk to the person sitting next to you on a flight. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing about it is like being able to talk to, have a conversation with somebody. Like I can't do one sided conversations. I just yeah. cannot. <laughs> but um, being able to have to, that conversation with people is good. Yeah. I also enjoy the um the airlines clubs. Girl. And I tell my friend I'm like, Hey, you still got airlines clubs? Okay, I'm still your fiance. <laughs> We've never been engaged for real. But I'm like, I'm your fiance. I will tell them <laughs> Girl. That my fiance is supposed to be meeting me. Let me I got so <laughs> freaking tipsy. <laughs> We ain't even gonna talk about it. We ain't gonna talk about it. Right. it I ate, I ate all the crab cakes I could see. <laughs> Anywho. All right. Adaptability. So how well do you handle change? This one made me laugh because in all honesty, it's like I handle change pretty well as long as you um warn me. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit of a mix. Like I I enjoy if you warn me of change, but at the same time, like, even if things change, I will complain about it, but I adapt so well to change. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I am very fluid in that sense, but I will complain about it. You're going to hear me cr- be cranky about it, but exactly, I'm adapting. Same here. <laughs> same here. Like, I told one of my supervisors that one time, I was like, well, I'm just going to tell you today how I really feel about it, but tomorrow, I'm going to have my big girl panties on. It's going to be fine. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> like, that's how I am. I too, I don't, I, the thing, change will change, a lot of change at once can really throw me for a loop. Like, it really can. But, I just have to take deep breaths <laughs> and work my way through it and it'll be okay and I had to remind myself that like girl it will be okay but like yeah yeah (laughs) um persistence how long will you keep trying when things get hard not long I um (laughs) I've been trying to play video games and I have given up because I'm just like "Mm, this is hard I don't want to do it If but it's some- other things that I'm interested in, like design and stuff like that. I have stick to activity, but I've learned with video gaming that I'm just like, mm, this is hard. I haven't touched my Nintendo Switch in like weeks. Yeah, I think I'm kind of the same. It kind of depends on like whether it's something that I. I don't. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't attempt things that I don't think I can master at some point. So, like, if I feel like this is something I could eventually master, even if it's hard, I'll keep at it. Like, I won't let it best to me. But if it's something that I don't think I could be really good at ever, I'm just not going to even try it. So, yeah. <laughs> also, right. if it's something that I'm, I'm not so really bad at like. In, like, I yeah. won't keep going if I'm not that interested in it. 
yeah, I I very much want to be good at everything I do immediately. And so <laughs> uh, being persistent when I suck at something immediately is uh, a work of Congress on my behalf. <laughs> and the very last one, mood. Are you generally cheerful or a bit dour? Um, I'll go first on this one. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I wake up on the wrong side of the bed every day. Okay. Every day. <laughs> but, um, I'm a pretty content person. Like, I'm not a bubbly person, but I, in general, I'm pretty happy. Um, and even when I'm not, I'm pretty good at faking it outside of my home. Now, mm-hmm. if you've ever lived with me, you know that when I get home, you get the brunt of that because I done faked it all day at work. I'm not faking it when I get home. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, so I don't know. My general mood is I want to be happy. And so when I'm not happy, I'm trying to push through to my happiness. Um, which is why, like, depression is hard for me because it's not like I don't get bouts of depression, but I just don't like being in that space. And so, oh, I, I struggle. Try... I I actually wasn't even counting depression because I've mentioned before on yeah. the show I struggle with depression heavy, like yeah. heavy. So I'm not even yeah. counting that, but just like my general disposition, I I'm a moody That's person. True. Like I wake up moody. That's just how I wake up. Mm-hmm. And then I just try to, honestly, I've always felt like nobody wants to be around a gloomy Gus. So I try my best to push through and I do that Mm -hmm. at work. Like my mom, my mom came to visit me at work once before and everybody was like, oh, we love Chris and she's our sunshine and she's this and that. And my mom was like, y'all talking about her? <laughs> like, my mom was like, uh-uh. And I was like, mama, I told you, I am not moody like that at work. Like, nobody wants to work yeah. with that. Nobody wants to be around yeah. that all day. And I, for me particularly, I use humor as, like, yeah. a thing. So, like, even, even the weekend my dad passed, I was still cracking jokes because I wanted to make somebody else smile, you yeah. know. We're all hurting, but I still want to make somebody else smile. Yeah. So I think my MO truly is, like, I'm trying to push to the bright side. But um, as of late, I've been trying to sit with my not bright side feelings, and I don't yeah. really know what to do with them. <laughs> yeah. As I told you Saturday. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do with this feeling or this thought. So I just leave it there. And just leave it there, okay. girl, yeah. And you know what? That's the best thing to do sometimes. <laughs> so as you can see, temperament covers so much more than just your mood. It analyzes all of the little bits and pieces that when added together create you. Each aspect comes on a spectrum. You are not either regular or irregular, active or lazy. Every person is different. And I think that's clear mm-hmm. with our answers. Like, we, in a lot of these cases, we fell somewhere in the middle of the spectrum. For example, let's imagine you're a pretty intense person who tends towards dour. 
you might be predisposed for depression. After all, your glasses are always half empty and you react strongly to setbacks. It's easy to see how these personality traits or temperaments can lead to a depressive disorder, especially if you are spiraling. But can you change your disposition? Yeah. You know, even if you're predis even if you are predisposed to depressive traits, all is not lost. Coexisting peacefully with your temperament is possible if you're willing to work. No, you probably won't change your innate self. If you tend to give up when things get hard, you'll have to learn to fight that impulse since the basic traits never truly go away. Perhaps you're oversensitive to criticism, creating increased anxiety. Recognizing your oversensitivity can learn... <sighs> I just should learn how to read and not drink tequila. Perhaps you're oversensitive <laughs> to criticism, creating increased anxiety. Nope, that went right either. Perhaps you're oversensitive to criticism, creating increased anxiety. Recognizing your oversensitivity and learning to move on, even when you're feeling bad, can be essential to improving your mental health. Temperament doesn't have to define you. Overcoming your basic instincts is entirely possible as long as you are willing to reach out for help and do the work. Yeah. So I think the big thing is, like, there's a lot of things. I have a temperament for not doing shit and leaving shit out. It is, like, it. it's in my best interest to throw shit away or wash dishes while I'm cooking. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's not the easiest thing for me. It's not the thing that I want to do. At the same time, it's in my best interest to not end up with a mess. And so, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think a lot of people, and especially people with deeper issues with their temperament as far as depression, you just have to remember that you are, you can do things past your temperament. It's just called self-discipline. And the thing about it is, like, you can do all the things you want in life, but you're not going to get far, get far <laughs> if you kind of feed into all your negative habits instead of trying to make things happen in your life. So, alas, that's yeah. my speech for today. <laughs> yeah, I think um, the important part is recognizing um, the qualities of your temperament, recognizing things that are innate in you, overcoming and overriding those things when you can, and the things that you struggle with, because everything isn't mind over matter. So the things that you struggle with, reach out for help. And that help may not necessarily be seeing a therapist. You may just need to, I don't know, listen to some poor life decision. Um, <laughs> pause and check out the articles that we post in the show notes that always give you a lot of good tools to use. And maybe it's something you can work on yourself. If not, then maybe you do need to seek professional help. But the thing is, you can always work on becoming a better you. But you have to recognize those areas that need help first. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, if you don't have anything else, doing, Let's head to the favorite part of the pod to buy you a drink. I have my drink to buy. <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm super excited i want to buy a drink for ella jones who was elected the first black mayor of ferguson missouri mm, 
Mm-hmm. Um, we know Ferguson because of in 2014 when a white police officer killed Michael Brown. It is a very black area. And so I'm very excited to see that she has become the first African-American, sorry, first black (laughs) and woman elected mayor in Ferguson. Yes. Cheers. Um, Additionally, I want to buy a drink for Ben and Jerry's because they are always about that shit. Ben and Jerry's (laughs) about that life, okay? (laughs) Right. They they are going to tell us, like, no, we... We're not about that racism shit. We are about black lives and making sure that we speak up for injustice. And I love them. Um, my stomach doesn't always love them because I am lactose intolerant. But also, you know, the lactose intolerant people don't care about their lives. And so <laughs> I am going to take that distress because Ben and Jerry's is about that life. And I love them. Listen, I, I like we said, Ben and Jerry's has always been about it. Like... This isn't performative for Ben and Jerry's at all, but um, about it, about it. when I saw <laughs> when I saw the latest statement that they made, I was like, "Lord, I'm gonna have to buy this high ass ice cream for the rest of my life." Because <laughs> you have to support a real one. You got to tip your right. hat to a real nigga when you see him. <laughs> like you have to support a Somebody real one. Somebody was like, "They said buy our fuck the police ice cream. It has blueberries." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you, you're right. <laughs> so, um, of course, we extend and offer up a prayer and blessings to everyone in this difficult time. It's just super stressful. Um, and PTSD is a thing, okay? And it is real. And you can definitely experience it because... This isn't like, I remember when the riots broke out um, because of the beating of Rodney King. This isn't like that. This isn't like seeing something happen on television and feeling like it was a million miles away. We are seeing things happen in real time and it makes you feel like you're there. So while we offer up a prayer and we offer blessings to people who are dealing with this, I also want to buy a drink for um hey friend hey who tweeted something that i really needed for my soul and the tweet says don't let anyone guilt you over taking breaks from this reality mm-hmm. because for a moment i was feeling really like i don't know guilty isn't the word but i don't know like i felt like people were trying to make Others feel bad for cracking jokes or for looking for something other than what's going on right now. I'm trying my best to avoid looking at a lot of coverage of what's going on right now because it's making my chest hurt. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't make any, don't let anyone make you feel bad about needing some relief and needing some escape. Once again, I have fallen in love with Pinterest all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Just pinning to my little heart's content. I've also been watching a lot of old, um, well, not old, some are new, but watching a lot of YouTube music videos. That's always fun. I actually have like a list. I have in my um, my favorites in YouTube, just a bunch of videos that I like to watch when I need to laugh. So, anywho, yeah. I 
One night, I just watched Beyonce on YouTube, and it was so healing. <laughs> that is so... actually, um, Live from Roseland is one of my go-tos. Like, um, I have the physical DVD, and I bought, like, the um, digital version of it as well. And that's, like, one of my go-tos when I'm, yeah. like, in a bad place. Like, I'll just watch Live from Roseland, and it just makes me feel good. <laughs> Even last week when there was, like, what, a lunar eclipse or something like that, and I was just going through a lot of... I like to blame it on that lunar eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I was just stressed because all that I needed to do, and it was a lot. Anyway, so I watched Homecoming, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it eventually got me out of the space I wanted to be. Um, I also was working on that logo and the website for the therapy client. And even just finally, I got to a place where, like, this is calming. Like, I I love the work that I'm doing for that. So, um, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I want to tell y'all, do what makes you happy in this time. Preferably not murder. But otherwise, oh, oh. oh please don't, please don't murder. <laughs> I uh, I was reading this article today that was like about um, serial killers by signs, and the cancer one was I was just like, this is so OD, but this is so cancerish because <laughs> he was holding like a grudge against um, the president Howard Taft, and so like he just killed a whole bunch of people and then robbed his house, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, okay, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> it was such a cancer <laughs> thing. But at the end of the day, I was just like, do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, take time to do what makes you happy right now, especially because there's so much shit happening. And it's mm-hmm. so tough to be present in this moment. There's just a lot of stress happening in so many ways, and especially as black people. Like, there's a reason why that we have a lot of issues with dementia is because we do have so much trauma being a black person in America for our whole lives. Mm-hmm. And after a while, our brains are like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Your brain is an amazing organ. I really want to call it a piece of machinery. It's so amazing. <laughs> and your brain does so much to protect you. And mm-hmm. all of that takes a toll. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But... Well, Dorian. Yeah. So I'm just going to say, do something that makes you happy. That's if it's right. shopping, I would say go Listen. to For Life Decision on Etsy and buy you a little mug. So mm-hmm. you can pour you a little drink. Mm-hmm. It could be coffee. It could be wine. It could be coffee with a little whiskey. I'm just saying. That's, <laughs> and that's your business. And then that's your business. That's your business. <laughs> <laughs> Dorian, tell people how they can get in contact with us. We are on the Instagram as Poor Life Decision, one decision because we're changing them one at a time. Mm-hmm. We are on the Twitter as PLD Pod. Like I said, Chris keeps it lit with the TV tweets. I come in with just random shit from uh, Insecure and the Oval one I remember, and then just random shit because my sleep schedule is off. Um, <laughs> you can also email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. I cannot say this enough. Sorry, I have to burp. Hold on. <laughs> this is what happens when I drink bubbly drinks. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
Uh, oh, email us. Let us know what you want to talk about as far as poor life decisions goes. We are a podcast for the people. So we want to know what you want to talk about. And we'll definitely research it and make a whole podcast about you. Lastly, we do ask that you leave us a review. Five stars, as Chris would say. The other ones don't work. Mm-hmm. And we just, you know, it helps us get found by other people. And, you know, it's important, especially as an indie podcast, where we're not as big as, like, The Read or Hey Fran Hey, just to get that... um Get those numbers up so that other people can discover us as well. Yes. And as always, can't say enough about checking out that Etsy shop. Cute, cute gifts to get your friends. Um, like Doyen said, rate us, leave us a review. Only five stars. And, you know, guys, we just want you to do better. We're trying to do better. That is what mm-hmm. we're here for. We're here to, A, lighten up your week, and B, help you fix your poor life decisions along with us. We are all on this journey together. So, guys, um, again, drink your water. Do your skincare routine. Doyen. Mm-hmm. And sunscreen is important. Sunscreen. As I continue Doyen. to darken. <laughs> I, had, I put sunscreen on my face, but I'm sure it melted it all off. Yeah, I need to invest in a spray sunscreen for re mm. for reapplying purposes. Yeah, um, I want to try a black girl sunscreen. Yeah, I still haven't ordered mine yet, but it's in my basket. Yeah. I'm gonna order it. Yeah. Oh, 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 y'all! Speaking of ordering, I got the best bubble bath you ever want to try. Bubble, bubble, bubble that, bath. Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> luxuriating in the tub okay like that scene uh, that scene on harry potter when he takes the bubble bath in the prefect bathroom like that's how i feel <laughs> I remember that at all when um, but us when you know when he during the uh the the tri-cup the the oh the tri-cup wizard tournament was yeah. very traumatic for me and so i don't try to dip into that one much oh. it's just i don't know why it freaked me out Sorry. <laughs> um, but alas i just i just want to say that that was really like weird with moaning myrtle getting in the tub with him anyway we'll talk about that later <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys Bye. Bye. See y'all next week. Yeah. When you see you ever me.